Okay, so here we have letter Kuf Membez. So Ravusha writes, Kibalti es mechtavcha. I received your letter. Ani mishtatif im keivcha hapizi. I am together with you in the pain, your physical pain. Which really stems from a spiritual pain. It's always interesting that Rav Usher begins the letters with like validating and, and connecting and saying, that I'm with you in your tsar. So he writes, and, and, he, and he's off to the, to the runnings very quickly, and saying that the physical pain that you're experiencing is rooted in a spiritual pain. And what is that? And it's interesting, he doesn't say that it's because of your Averas. He writes, your spiritual pain is because you have she'ifas lahagiyah l'shleimas mitziyah sa'adah. Because internally, inside yourself, you have deep yearnings to fulfill the purpose of creation. To reach the shleimas of what it means to be an Adam. For this purpose, you came into the world with a mitziyah sa'guf shalosh ba'etzim ayin. You came into this world with a guf, and you need to know what to do with this guf. And the reason why your guf is in pain is because you're struggling and you're suffering because the guf doesn't know what it's here for. You're not fulfilling the purpose, not yet, of what to do with this guf. And the first thing is to know that this guf is ayin. This guf is bechinas ayin, like we always say in the psalm. The life of a guf in this world has to be like that of an infant, a nursing child. Im kayim tinak and if there's a tinok in the world, that there must be a mother. If there's a child, then there must be a mother. How else did it get here? A person has to go through the challenges that he experiences in order to come to a complete, deep understanding. And to go through the struggles bring him that he'll be able to understand the birth pangs that he's going through. That the tzisurim that we go through are not just in order to be machaper, and they're certainly not for no reason, but birth pangs, in the same way, as he writes, he continues, A woman, before she can give birth, she has to go through nine months of difficult pregnancy. And then at the finish line, she has tremendous yisurin, the moment of giving birth. But for what? When it's all said and done, she has this child, and this is a, a feeling which is indescribable. And this is us. We go through the difficulties which we go through. In order to turn over this guf, which is really a tinoik, as he'll explain, into being nafesh, to turning the guf into being ruchni. Like he quoted so many times, And when he starts to realize and to feel that his physical being is becoming more spiritual as he grows through the Yisurin and through his Avodah Hashem. And when he comes to this recognition, 
He starts to live like a Tinaik with the love that a mother has to her son. Meaning, the Nefesh, its relationship to the Guf. This Guf Neshama relationship is like that of a Neshama, of a mother to a child. That the Neshama has to nurture the Guf. Like a mother nurtures the child. And he continues, he explains this. At this moment that a person has this transformation, that a person, that he comes to this recognition of Ayin, of the Guf, of his being a teenager in this world as an infant, and he allows the Yusurim to unfold, which brings him to this transformation. Then his Yusurim are over. And then he begins to live in a different type of a fear. Not a fear of where is my parnasa going to come from today? Or how everybody should be well. His fear is going to be that I shouldn't detach myself from this connection which I have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That I shouldn't lose focus of this netzias, this relationship with the guf has with the neshama. That's where his fear is. Like the tzaddikim explained, that the real place of Yira is that it's supposed to support the Midah of Ava. That a person should be so in love with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should be afraid that he'll lose that Kesher with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what the Mishra Hashem calls Yira Sachet. That a Tzadik is afraid to do a Chet because a Chet causes distance from him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Creates a Mechitza. Not that he's afraid that he's going to be punished. The greatest, he's not afraid of punishment. He's afraid of losing that Kesher with HaKadosh Baruch Hu of being detached from the mother, like he says here. A constant fear. That he shouldn't be detached from this ima, which is his soul. There's a chilek within himself that he has to nurture the gulf. That's his neshama. That this metzias of tinok te'ima is only when the gulf is a tinok. But if the gulf thinks that, that, it, that it's a stranger and it looks at this at this neshama, at this woman as being somebody foreign so then there's no relationship. The guf needs to know in humbling the guf who it is. And when the guf realizes that, that it's not a balgaiva, that it's just ka'afar and it's ka'ayin and it reproaches HaKadosh Baruch with its humility and we turn to Hashem saying we're like a tinak before you and there's nothing which we could do other than to ask you to support us and to give us everything which we need that's when there's now a Tinoch and if there's a Tinoch there's a mother and if there's a mother there's a Tinoch and so therefore the transformation of this Gulf this Tikkun HaGulf through the mitzvahs which we do and through the Yisurim which we experience more Makabalat Behav Basimcha, how much more so is really what concretizes this relationship the ideal of Neshama and Gulf Ima and Tinoch and Vusha continues this is the reality of this Indian called Bechira, the choice that we need to make. Hakavana, and this is really very beautiful what he's about to write. And he really says it's so sweet and so clear, so many things we've been discussing till now. The Indian of Bechira is this. business. He shouldn't see himself as a person who does business, as a businessman, or even more, or somebody who learns Taira. So that he's like feeling the work which he does. Meaning, 
he's matzliach if it's going good, or who or the gaiva that he has from it, vim nichshal, who nishbar, and then if he stumbles, and things don't go the way that he wants to, then he becomes broken, who nishbar. So the whole perception that a person has of himself has to change. It has to be uplifted. This is the Bechiri that a person needs to make, he writes. That a person has to be consistent, with the determination, from the day that he's born until the day he passes. They see himself as a Tinak. Not a businessman, not a Lamdin, but as a Tinak. He's not going to find a Kaddish Baruch through a Yediyah that he has, or a feeling that he has. Through the matzah of how he perceives himself, that he sees himself as a Tinaik who is hopeless, which can't do anything on its own. But he has a mother who gave birth to him. That he's the Nivra, and if he's a Nivra, then there's a boy for him. And because he's a Nivra, there is a boy for him. He's quoted so many times. That my nefesh is nothing more than a, a nursing child in his mother's lap. Davimelech says, I am a Tinak. And he continues, In this very difficult time for our people, and especially for those who are dwelling in Yerushalayim, doesn't say when this letter took place, but it seems like most of the letters in the Sefer are from about 40 years ago. There's something going on seemingly in Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim at the time, especially. We need to be mechazek ourselves in this journey more than ever. To realize that as people, as human beings, there's a constant sakana that we face. Meaning he's saying, the constant sakana is not the Arabs, whatever it was at the time. That's not the sakana. All of that sakana is just to be more ourselves to the real sakana. To live with the constant sakana that we're in, whether or not things are going well politically or not. The real sakana, which is a constant sakana, is that this is the hatsala that we shouldn't be embarrassed, that we didn't know, we didn't pay attention to what HaGadosh Baruch is really telling us. The constant sakana is, is this battle that we have with the Sahara and making the right choice, the right Bechira, like he explained before. This time, every person needs to examine and to open up the treasures and the chests of his soul. To be mevarit himself, what is my purpose in this world? What am I living for? And to crown a Kodesh Baruch who is king over all of his actions. And every breath which he takes, every single breath which he takes to realize I'm, I'm a metzias of nothingness. Because Malaychala Arts Kvaidai, because Eina Milvadai. Vishayuber Lahetev Shem Shumachiz of Oil Milvad Metzias Ayan Shalabai Spark Shemai. And that it should become crystal clear that there's nothing in this world other than the fact that there's Ein Oid Milvadai. Every breath with that purpose to come to that recognition. That's the Tachlis, and not to get distracted by all the other voices and all the other things which are calling us and trying to get our attention. And this is the mashmos of what is implied in Chazal. I don't know if it's an actual Lashem Mefurish, but Chazal say, to go in the ways of Hashem. And Chazal Mahu Afata. That we say, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, so are we. Because the Neshama is the Chedek al-Kamimah. 
So he says, if that's the case, that we could say, Mahu Afani, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a boyre. So can a Yid say, Mahu boyre Af Ata boyre? Hashem is the boyre. We're only a Nivra. So how do we explain that? So he explains. Because in Hashem's world, where He is Himself, by Him, there's no suffix at all that there's only Him. If it's clear to anyone that there's only Him, it's Him. If that's the case, So, as crystal clear as that is to Hashem, it needs to be the same for us. That everything which we do to realize that there's a Bairi here, we may be doing the action, but really he's the balkoyach of all the actions. That's what it means when we say from the shyness of Chazal that he is a boyre, af ata boyre. So to you are a boyre. Not that mean that you are the boyre. It just means shemitzata olam nisparsim and iskalav oylem that that all of our action, everything which we which we do, it should become known and clear. Sheyesh boyre that there is a boyre. Vishezacha adam nagiyalakach and how fortunate are we. How you call oilam kedai hulai? Such a person, the whole world is kedai for him. Like Chazal say in the last parak in Avos, because with this, if he's come to this place of this hakara of einam Melvadai, and therefore he reaches that place that that the like Chazal say that from the actions of tzaddikim, just by watching them, observing them, it becomes clear through them that there's a bari oilam. He reaches and he's accomplished the tachas What could be sweeter? And this is what we have to go through. This is the experience of Geulas Yisrael. That every single person together brings the Geulah Shleim. No person could be left behind, so therefore each and every person's personal Geulah is a chilek in the Geulah HaKlalas. And what's that? That each person should say, like David HaMelech says, I have choices to make and I choose the Derech HaVemunah. There are many drachim in this world, in the, in the greater world, but even in the Derech HaTorah HaMitzvah, in the Derech HaYashem. And I wish I keep saying, Derech HaMunah Bacharati, the Derech HaVemunah Pshuta, that's the choice that we need to make. And when we do so, each and every person builds collectively the Geula Klalis of all of Klai Yisrael, which will be a key of the Pasuk, Bubachinas, Umalakal Aretz Deyas Hashem. The whole world, all of creation, will realize and have a das of Hashem kamayim liyamachasim, like the waters cover the oceans. So too will Hashem's yuchud cover the entire world. Uvaldetzian goyel, birina bimpeir v'meinu amin v'amin.